text for this morning is from Isaiah, the 49th chapter. And Jesus, these are the words of Jesus from the prophet Isaiah. And Jesus speaks, Before I was born, the Lord called me. From my birth he has made mention of my name. He made my mouth like a sharpened sword, and in the shadow of his hand God hid me. He made me into a polished arrow. He concealed me in his quiver. He said to me, You are my servant Israel, in whom I will display my splendor. Dear friends of Christ, the Old Testament book of Isaiah uh, is a fascinating book of the Old Testament. It's called the fifth gospel. And of course, you know the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those are the books of the New Testament that tell the story of Jesus. And Isaiah is called the fifth gospel because it foretells the story of Jesus 700 years before he was born. And so on Christmas Eve, I preached on Isaiah and Isaiah 9, 6 where we heard, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And then, is ga- then he is given all these amazing names. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Well, the Bible gives Jesus a lot of names. I mean, a whole bunch of names. And we love them all for various reasons. But our text gives Jesus another name, a name that's not so popular. Uh, of course, you have Lamb of God, Good Shepherd, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Redeemer, Light of the World, Savior, Um, But our text calls Jesus polished arrow. And he's a polished arrow in the hand of our Heavenly Father. And so our theme for this morning, the power of the polished arrow. To appreciate the polished arrow, I want you to think what an arrow looks like. To appreciate the polished arrow in the hand of our Heavenly Father. An arrow. You know, it's interesting how they make arrows today, and and they're so accurate. Uh, They make them out of all kinds of different uh, metals, Um, so they're incredibly strong, they're smooth, they're straight, and they shoot true. And, of course, they have that metal point. In ancient times, they would spend hours and hours and hours doing what we do so quickly. And they'd spend hours making that arrow true so that it would shoot straight. Um, Because if it didn't, then they couldn't uh, shoot their enemy and hit their enemy, and they certainly wouldn't be able to uh, kill food for uh, their family. You know, when I was a child, I I would go visit my grandparents in, in Wisconsin. And there was a group of boys there. Uh, they were kind of wild boys, and I got into those wild boys, and they knew how to make bows from willow trees. And so we had so much fun just being boys, and we'd climb the willow trees, and we'd cut down branches, and we'd make bows for ourselves. And then we would cut uh, from from cedar. Uh, we would we would make ourselves. Uh, uh, you know, arrows, and form those arrows. Oh, they weren't very good. They, were, they weren't straight. It was very difficult for us to hit a target from 10 feet away. Um, but we had a lot of fun. And, and uh, my uncle was an archery uh, enthusiast, and he gave me my first wood laminated bow, and then I purchased some arrows, some good arrows, 
straight polished arrows. They were aluminum back then, for the first aluminum arrows on the market. And all of a sudden, I was able to hit a target from 20, 30 feet away. And what a difference that made. Well, the Bible tells us that Jesus is a polished arrow in the hand of the Heavenly Father. This mental image for us of Jesus being an arrow tells us how Jesus saves us, like an arrow. The arrow rescues us, the arrow delivers us, the arrow protects us. And the arrow hits its mark to save us, hits its mark of salvation perfectly every time. You know, all the religions of the world tell us that we have to hit the mark. If you want to be saved, you have to hit the mark. And if you don't hit the mark, then God can't love you. And so we make ourselves the arrow, and we, we try to hit these targets, all the demands that the gods of the world have. But Jesus says, and in Christianity is the only one that does it all for us. Not only is Jesus the bow, the Bible says he's the arrow, and he hits the mark for us. So we don't have to do it every single time. So he's the whole weapon, the whole weapon to defeat sin and death. In our text, Jesus calls out to the distant nations. He says, I am the one. Of course, now here, here he is on earth. It's Epiphany. And the whole point is, hey, listen, all nations. I'm here. I'm the polished arrow. Listen to me. And nobody's listening. Listen to me, you islands. Hear this, you distant nations. Before I was born, the Lord called me. From my birth, he's made mention of my name. He made my mouth like a sharpened sword. And in the shadow of his hand, he hid me. And he made me into a polished arrow and concealed me in his quiver. God wants all nations to believe in the arrow. He wants everybody to hear this message, that Jesus is the source of our salvation. He's the world's only hope. Um, I watched a movie last night. I don't know if you, you tuned into it. I don't remember what channel it was. just was clicking through. 2012. Never seen it before. Uh, John Cusick. It was a, it was a uh, what do you call it? It was a disaster movie. The whole world was collapsing in on itself. Everybody was dying. Everybody on the planet. And uh, it was an incredible disaster movie. Um, it showed Christians praying. Instead of fleeing, there were Christians who, uh, apparently foolishly, as the movie seemed to portray, uh, foolishly stood in churches praying to God that they might be spared, but their prayers didn't help, and the church collapsed along with all the worshipers in it as they died. Well, Hollywood likes to poke fun at Christians because they don't believe Jesus can save us from anything. Because they don't believe that He exists. They're not listening to Him. However, God sees things differently and God says, if you want to be saved, look to Jesus. He's the polished arrow. From the very beginning, book of Genesis, the book of beginnings, the genesis of everything, God promised a Savior, a Messiah, a Yeshua, to be able to come, who would save the people from their sins. This Yeshua, this Deliverer, 
would be a powerful weapon in the hand of the Heavenly Father. A powerful weapon to defeat sin, to defeat Satan, to defeat the devil, and to do battle and save us from our sins. And Jesus talks about His weapon in our text. The Lord made my mouth like a sharpened sword, and in the shadow of His hand He hid me. Heavenly Father, you can see it. The, the sword of Christ speaking and the Heavenly Father slashing at all the sin in the world as He proclaims, repent and turn to God. Jesus is a weapon. Powerful to save. And when we grow tired of all the changes and chances of this fleeting world, we lean back and we repose on the one who comforts us with his words, Jesus. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. I'm going to prepare a place for you so that you, when I come back, will be where I am. These words of Jesus cut into our hearts. They tell us what he's done for us so that we confess our sin, so that we turn to him, so that we look to him, and that we believe the words of John the Baptist, who in our gospel lesson said, look, there's the Lamb of God, follow him. The Lamb of God who took away the sin of the world. Unfortunately, people think that they can make their own arrows. They believe that they will somehow eventually conquer death. Don't know how, but somehow we're living. Somehow people live on in some form somewhere out there. But we can't make arrows that will conquer sin. We can't make arrows that conquer death. We can't make arrows that defeat the devil and, and the enemy. Some manufacturers can make polished arrows that, that are pretty good arrows. And they can shoot straight. They can make polished arrows, manufacturers can, that can hit a target. But nobody can manufacture an arrow that destroys sin and death. So instead of making our own arrows that never hit the mark, God sends His Son, the polished arrow, who hits the mark every single time. Hits the mark perfectly. Saves us completely. And Isaiah 53.6 says, We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. And the Lord, God, has laid the iniquity of Christ on us all. And Isaiah also says, The punishment that has brought us peace was upon him. His payment for sin was perfect. And he cried from the cross, It is finished where he proclaimed his victory, the polished arrow had accomplished his purpose, the polished arrow had done his job, and he hit the mark perfectly, and he defeated the enemy for us. Back when I was making my own bow and, and, and constructing my own arrows, I was watching a movie that came out from Disney, um, and, and maybe you remember when it first came out, uh, the Disney movie Robin Hood. And I saw Robin Hood as he entered the king's archery tournament. And of course, he was the most wanted man in the kingdom, and they made the archery tournament to trap him. But he puts on a disguise, and 
uh, one of the king's men hits the bullseye. Everybody cheers because they know that the tournament's over. And then up walks this, this uh, person in disguise. And it's, of course, it's Robin Hood. And he pulls back his bow and he lets arrow fly. And you know what happens. You remember that, don't you? He hits the bullseye too. And he splits the other arrow perfectly in half. Now, if you know, if you've ever shot an arrow, you know how unlikely that is to happen. They, they ricochet, they bounce off. But, and as a kid, I thought that was impossible. But along comes a polished arrow. Along comes a polished arrow that never misses the mark. A polished arrow that hits it for us every single time while we as sinners miss the mark. Did you know the word for sin? Harmatea? You know what that means? To miss the mark. And you sin because you miss the mark. You don't have any bow. You don't have any weapon that can do what's necessary to hit the mark. And so Jesus comes, the polished arrow, to hit the mark for you. And Romans 3 tells us how much we miss the mark because we break all of God's commandments and we deserve His eternal punishment. God says all have sinned. All have sinned, missed the mark. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all need the polished arrow. And then steps in Jesus doing his best impersonation of Robin Hood. And he hits the mark every single time to save us. Jesus, your polished arrow, lived a perfect life. And then he credits that perfect life to your account so that you're made holy and blameless in his sight. And Jesus conquered death. The polished arrow accomplished his purpose in the hand of his heavenly Father. And this image... Once again, this image of a polished arrow, this image puts into our head so that we can appreciate how Jesus saves us, how Jesus delivers us, how Jesus protects us, how Jesus saves us every single time. Listen to what Jesus says to us to the prophet Isaiah. I've labored to no purpose. He's talking about his, his death on the cross and the frustration of taking the sin of the world upon his shoulders. I've spent my strength in vain for nothing. Yet what is due me is in the Lord's hand, and my reward is with my God. When Jesus suffered, he looked around and he says, what am I doing it for? Everybody's mocking me. Everybody's spitting on me. Nobody's listening. The nations aren't coming. Everyone turned away. Jesus was saving their souls. People didn't care. And they refused to believe that they were the ones missing the mark. And they didn't need a Jesus who was going to hit the mark for them. What happens when you reject Jesus? What happens when you reject a polished arrow? What happens when you depend on your own arrows? Well, Jesus says, I'm going to, I'm going to give the message to somebody else. I'll give the message to the Gentiles. 
We'll go to the nations until the people hear. There will be people who will hear. There will be people who will believe and they'll listen. And the Lord says, is it too small a thing for you to be my servant to restore the tribes of Jacob and to bring back those of Israel that I've kept? I will also make you a light for the Gentiles that you may bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. Isaiah is rightly called the fifth gospel because it tells about how Jesus saves us. But Isaiah also tells us that Jesus in his mercy will continue to reach out to all the nations of the world and he won't give up with this message of salvation. And people do believe. People are hearing. And what do you do? We lay down our crooked arrows. We lay down our crooked ideals. We lay down the crookedness of our lives and our crooked ways. And we lay them before the Lord and we take up the polished arrow. And we take up Jesus, our salvation, because he came to save us. And all the nations will listen and hear. There are Christians around the world. I was just recently reading about uh, kind of an explosion in China because it's, it's illegal to, to worship publicly in some areas and it's illegal to have the Bible, but everybody has a cell phone. And they're downloading the Bible app. And they're listening to the Bible in their own language. Christians are being persecuted in the government of Iran for, for gathering in secret groups to study the Word of God. The nations are hearing. Believers around the world are giving up their crooked arrows and gathering around the polished arrow because they've been saved by Jesus. He is our perfect Savior. He is our polished arrow in the hand of our Heavenly Father. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.